Hello and welcome to the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Ruder, and this podcast is brought to you by TheLegendaryChiropractor.com, an interactive and immersive virtual platform for prospective chiropractic students, current chiropractic students, recent chiropractic school graduates, and even veteran doctors of chiropractic out in the field wanting just a little bit more from this profession. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you do, be sure to share with a friend, leave us a rate, leave us a review, and also be sure to subscribe to get more. Cairo HD, superior cloud-based practice management software. Cairo HD is a user-friendly, all-in-one EHR solution built with one mission, to help you run your practice like a boss. Learn more at CairoHD.com. Total Clinic Solutions is your go-to source for purchasing both brand new and refurbished chiropractic equipment, as well as phone support for repairs and maintenance. Call Derek and allow him to combine your wishes and his 23 years of chiropractic equipment expertise to find what's best for you and your patients at 704-622-4089 or head to TotalClinicSolutions.com now. Yo, what is going on, Legendary Chiropractors? Johnny Ruder here with another episode of the Legendary Chiropractor Podcast. And I just pulled up. It's a Thursday morning. It's beautiful. The sun is shining. It's the middle of winter time. And we, I just came from downtown Chicago, where I live, and we have snow coming down like blankets. And I got out here to the burbs where I am associating, and there's absolutely no trace um, of snowfall at this point in the day. But regardless, wherever you are in the world, I want you to know that there are places that are freezing cold, that are tundras, and that are snow-filled, and people like myself choose to live here. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. Um, but Regardless to say, I wanted to just tune in this morning, talk a little bit more about student loans, repayment plans, and how you can really start to plan for your future as a chiropractic student. Because last episode, if you recall, we talked all about how to not get in trouble with student loans. And the number one piece of advice that I could give you was to not take out the maximum amount every single quarter or trimester. Because... The loan company will give you whatever you want, regardless, because one, you got into grad school, two, you have no income, and even if you have a part-time job, it's just side money anyways. They're not going to look at that and be like, oh, that's a good enough wage to make a living, right? Unless you're working a full-time job while attending chiropractic school, which not a lot of people do, um, that's a different story. But I want to highly encourage you to not take out the maximum amount of loans every single quarter or trimester because that's how you get in trouble. That's how you run out at the end of the uh, uh, of your career as a chiropractic student. And all of a sudden, Grad Plus says, hey, we're not going to give you anything more. Federal loans say, hey, we've covered the typical amount that we typically see for X school um, doing, you know, charging what they charge at what tuition rates they charge at. Um, and now you run out of loans, so to speak. Um, and now you can't afford say 13, 14 quarter or, you know, seventh, seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th try. Um, and now you're in big trouble, right? So 
highly, highly, highly discourage against taking out the maximum every single quarter. Now it's different if you are in a family or have a family and you're, you're, you're beginning to have, you know, children and things like that. Um, however, if you are a single person going through chiropractic school, um, and you claim, <laughs> you, you claim zero on your taxes at the end of the year, you literally, you literally should not be taking out the maximum amount because you don't need that much to live off of. You really don't. Right. Um, now sometimes they might fluctuate with depending on what your plan looks like for that quarter or trimester. If you're going on a chiropractic mission trip, if you're buying a chiropractic table, um, depending on how many textbooks you need, et cetera, et cetera. But that should all be figured out before you get that loan payment in at the beginning of the quarter or trimester. So that's my advice from last episode. Now this episode, we're talking all about repayment plans and your plans moving forward in regards to student loans. There are a couple different things that you can do and a couple different things that I will I will try to encourage or implore upon you not to do, right? I am I want to throw this out there. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a loan advisor. I am nothing in regards to any financial advisor that you could ever imagine. However, I am in the game with you in regards to student loans and these are my strategies moving forward and I'm going to share my personal experience with you. Take it for what it's worth. Don't hold it to don't hold the, this this saying um to a flame because it's not going to hold up, right? Um and what I say easily share your passion for chiropractic and look good doing it with above down apparel offering a premium lineup of principled apparel that's impossibly soft, sustainably sourced, and chiropractic AF. Visit AboveDown.co and follow them on Instagram to learn more and score yourself some sweet chiro swag. This might not be overly, you know, the most credible in regards to student loans, but it's what I know from my experience and from those that I've talked to and their experience. So take it for what it's worth. And I have to throw that disclaimer out there because I know a lot of people have trouble with student loans and I don't want to be the person that says, Johnny told me this, this is what I'm doing, this is why I failed, and I don't want that reputation. So regardless, <clears throat> I will share my personal experience with you and my ideas slash thoughts behind student loans. Number one, if you are graduating, there's a couple scenarios here. If you are graduating and you are going immediately into an associateship and you know that, I think it's a phenomenal route. I am currently doing that route. I am in my associateship. I am making decent money, but I do not, I cannot afford to make big payments towards my student loans. So what do I have to do? I have to do what we call an income based repayment plan or what they call an IDR, an income-driven repayment plan. Meaning that what I make per month or what I make annually is then calculated out and deviated out over the course of all of the loans that I have out there and it's broken down into a certain percentage of what my income is per month as to how much I now owe on my student loans per month. Now, this is a phenomenal scenario for myself 
And for all associate chiropractors out there, especially if you are in the field of short-term associating, meaning doing something like what Brad Glowacki offers as catch and release, he calls them, right? So I am associating for about 18 months and then I am moving on and going to open up my own practice. The reason an income-based repayment plan is so critical here is because six months after you graduate, you're in a grace period. I'm talking without COVID because I want this to un- I want people to understand that COVID is a, a is a fluke incident. This could happen again, sure, right? However, this is a fluke incident, right? So you typically have a grace period of about six months after graduation. After you graduate, six months after that, you have to start paying some sort of payments towards your student loans. If you choose to pay the minimum, it's not nearly as good as doing an income-based repayment plan. An income-based repayment plan, though, is not nearly as good as doing what we call a graduated or standard plan, which I'm gonna talk about here in a second. But an income-based repayment plan is all about your certain percentage that you're making, taking five, 10, 15, 20, 25% off the top end and that going immediately and directly automatically to your student loan payments. That's how it works. So that's what you need to consider. That's what you need to look at. That's what you need to consider doing as a as an associate. I highly encourage, even if you're doing a long-term associateship where it's like three to five years or five to seven years, even if you're doing that, I highly encourage you do income-based repayment plan at the very beginning, at least for the first year or two. But an income-based repayment plan, from what I've seen, what I've heard in my experience, is that I actually picked up the phone and I called my loan service provider. And I said, hey, here is my situation. Can you direct me and give me my best advice moving forward in regards to paying back my student loans in what my plan is, what my plan is, is 10 years. I want to pay my student loans back in 10 years. If it happens before that, phenomenal, phenomenal. If it happens after that, I might've done something wrong, right? So my goal is, I I said, Hey, I want to pay my loans back in 10 years. I'm going into an associateship that's going to be about 18 months long. I'll be making this amount of money. And here is the situation that I will be in after that. I will be opening my own practice and I will be hopefully crushing it in practice. What should I do? And the loan service provider said, one, not a financial advisor, but take my opinion and what my experience working with clients is for what it's worth. And I said, okay, deal. And he said, do the income-based repayment plan for a for your associateship and then a year into opening your own practice because you're not going to be flush with liquid cash right out of the first gate, right out of the first year. And if you are, great, even better. However, do income based for at least your first 18 to 24 months and one to two years post-graduation. The reason why is because you want to make sure that you're able to afford the payments. You don't want to get in trouble with not being able to pay the amount that you promised the loan provider you would pay. So you have to pay them what you promised them you would pay them unless you switch over your plan and do all that stuff. 
But an income-based repayment plan is really, really good for two people, long-term and short-term associates after graduation. If you are going into your own practice, income-driven repayment plan and income-based repayment plan is still a good option for the first two years that you are opening your own practice because your income is going to fluctuate and hopefully elevate and grow as you begin to open up your practice and do all the things with marketing, getting new patients in, and really figuring out the business side of and the business aspect side of things in regards to holding on and retaining funds to make sure that you can funnel money into different directions that you are paying things off of, like your house, your car, your student loans, all of those different things, right? So both scenarios, associates, no matter short-term or long-term, and opening up your own practice right out of the gate for the first 24 months, it's a really good idea to do income-based repayment plans because it's affordable and it's not going to get you in trouble with not being able to pay what you should be paying, okay? Now, the other options here are twofold. They're very similar. There's a standard repayment plan, and a standard repayment plan is you choose how long you wish to pay off your loans. It could be five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, and at that point, what they do is they take every single loan you have, they divide out the interest rates that are averaged out over the last, say, three to six years that they've seen, and they tell you how much your monthly payments are going to be for the next five, 10, 20, 30 years. That's how that works. That's a standard repayment plan. Not many people can afford that right out of the gate. So you have to be careful that you don't just jump into that right away because you might not be able to make, if you're sitting at 250K in debt or even 150K in debt and you want a seven-year repayment plan, your repayment plan might come out to somewhere around 10, 12 grand a month to pay. A lot of people can't afford that right out of school, right? So you gotta be careful with that. The second one, the second version of this is called a graduated repayment plan. 